0: to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. risen upon you. behold the darkness shall cover the earth. And... Pray, pray, pray. Moka patasha diva kapataya. Thank you, Jesus. Moshondeli diva kabalava diva kabalava diva kabalava diva. Premo zitondeli dada bas Macaliava, Kabakoste makafata Diego Stata, Labradisteende, Ladia Rede, Cladoma, Macapa, Itofe, Femiko Sato Tianda, Labradiva, kapashata Pradish, Trianda. Oh God, let your will be done, let your will be done. Thanking you, thanking you, praising you and exalting you, oh God. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. Jesus, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for the blessing of opportunity. Let your will be done in this service. Guide us by your spirit, Lord. I pray for guidance by your Holy Spirit, Lord. Help us maneuver. And help us, Lord, to hear and to understand and to receive what you have in store for us today. I give you praise one more time. thanking you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. I'll say a better Amen. Okay, do, okay. take your seats, ok, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1 says that nevertheless the dimness shall not be such as was in her vexation When at the first he lightly afflicted the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali And afterward did more grievously affect her, afflict her by the way of the sea beyond Jordan in Galilee Of the nations. Verse 2 says that the people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death upon them has the light shined. Verse 3 Thou hast multiplied the nation and not increased the joy. The joy before thee, according to the joy in harvest. And as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. Verse 4. For thou hast broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. Are you coming along? Verse 5 is a verse we've been reading. For every battle of the warrior is with. Confused noise and garments rolled in blood, but this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. Then, of course, with no verse 6 for unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given, the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. And upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall perform it. So even his government or his kingdom, the Bible says that he will order it and establish it with judgment and justice You know these are these are things that uh, we need to learn, especially if you're going to be a good leader. If you're going to be a leader of the um, one of the one thousand micro churches, and if you are believing God to be one of one of those special people that God is harvesting in this season, harvesting in this season of people who will be part of the one thousand. Micro churches Okay And um, particularly we've been talking About verse 5 For every battle of the warrior Is with confused noise And I've been telling you that When you see see confusion Don't be confused When someone is trying to confuse you Try not to be confused Try not to be confused As soon as you see yourself And you ask yourself What is happening? What's going on? So is this supposed to be the things that the enemy uses uses for people to lose hope and for people to 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 um, um, what's the word to stop believing in what they have believed in to undo to undo everything that God has done in you? One of the things that comes up is confusion, confusion. When you're confused, and um, and um, I'm saying to you that. When you when you are trying to be confused, don't be confused. Okay, when you are offered confu- confused confusion, don't become confused. Don't become confused. How can you avoid that? You can avoid that by discovering, discovering, and learning that in times of war there will be confusion. War is fought in an if you like in an atmosphere of confusion. Just as, just as the sun comes out During summer times Are you confused because the sun is out You're not confused When you don't see the sun again Will you be confused No you just know that the season has changed Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm trying to bring your minds To something that. So you see When, when uh, you don't know about some things Then you are affected by it When you don't know about confusion When you get confused Then you follow through Then you follow through you know, I I I'll I try and give you another exa- example in um, Psalm 23. Psalm 23. Can I have Psalm 23? Psalm 23, Psalm 23, Psalm 23. Um, verse 2, verse 3. Keep going, keep going until I say stop. Yes, keep going. Yes, right there, verse 4. He says that, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You know, some of the, some of the experiences, some of the experiences... It's not. It's not the. Um, it's not the. It's not the aim of the enemy. Taking you through the valley of the shadow of death. It's not. It's not his. It's not his aim just to uh, go on on a, on a stroll with you through uh, the valley of the shadow of death. His aim. His aim is 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 evil. Is evil that something bad will happen to you there. So, in other words, in other words, um, the writer or author or or David, as we believe that he's the one who sang the song, is saying that when he's going through it, he's actually practically experiencing a difficult time in his life. He is not afraid, he is not afraid, they won't allow the spirit of fear to take over him. And to and to and to believe that evil is going to happen to him, because he knows that the rod and the staff of the of the of the shepherd will comfort him, will take him through, will bring him through. I don't know whether you understand the point I'm making. So there are there are journeys, experiences, experiences in life. In your own life, you've had experiences, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure there were times that you thought it was over for you. It's like this is it's it's over, it's finished. Especially when you when you lose something that you feel that this is so precious. So that it's, it's like after it's like this is the only opportunity that you have. And then you lose that opportunity. You know that it's, it's some of these things that have made people perhaps even made bad decisions or bad choices. Because they feel there is nothing good that can come hereafter. So even though what they have in their hands now is not the best, it's not the greatest, they settle for it out of fear. Out of fear. Because they've seen they've seen a few valleys. And they've seen some valleys of the shadow of death. They've seen the, the presence, the presence of the end. It's like I'm, I'm finished. So they stop believing. They stop believing and they settle for things and they do things a certain way. But but I think that um, in life, you have, you have some experiences. You, 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 hear, you hear of things. You hear of things. Sometimes you see things. But hey, don't be confused. Because the enemy wants you to be confused. When you are confused, you are discouraged. When you are confused, you can't think clearly. You can't, you can't work your way. You can't advance very well. You have to learn to trust God. It's God who calls, it's God who chooses, it's God who saved you, and God will see you through and bring you through. Okay, so, so so back to Isaiah chapter 9, where the scripture is saying that the every battle of the warrior is with confused noise. I particularly want you to notice confuse and confusion when you don't know what to do, you're not sure. Should I be in this church? Should I leave the church? Should I do this? Should I be there? Should I keep this person as a friend? Should I not keep this person as a friend? Should I read my Bible? Should I not read my Bible? Should I pray? Should I not pray? You know, I've had the experience before where someone is so excited telling me about either it was a pregnancy or someone had given birth. You know, so happy. And then in that same, in that, on that same day, perhaps even that same hour, someone has also sent a text crying that they've lost someone. And so now you see, now you ask, where is God? Where is God? Is God with the person who was, had a baby, or is he with the person who was? But he's, he's, he's in both places. He's in both places. He can, he will comfort this one. He will comfort this one. And then this one, this one doesn't even need encouragement to sing praises. But you see, but that is that is time, and then you see, and then there you have to answer. So, what about the pastor? What would the pastor do? What should the pastor do? How would the pastor be thinking? God, where are you? God, are you with this one? God, are you or oh God? Did you leave this place and you went here? Is there something bad happened? Or oh God, have you always been here? Is there something? I mean, said what is it? God is God. God is God. Whatever circumstance you find yourself in, God is there and God is with you. And God is working. And God is moving. Yes, and God is moving. And he is God. And he is able. He is capable. He is capable to turn a hopeless situation into a blessing. You see, we call it we call it hopeless. We call it hopeless. But perhaps he, he would even wonder. He would even wonder who put you on that route. How, how did you find you? Why do you why do you want him definitely to bless you only through this road? Mm. So don't be don't be confused when there is confusion. Do you understand the English? Because confusion to me seems to be one of the main features when there is a battle. When I see confusion, I know that there is a battle at at hand. I don't think there is something wrong or somebody has done something wrong or, or, or what I thought was right is wrong. I just know that Satan is throwing something in just so that He will take advantage. There's a movie, if you've ever watched that movie, it's one of the Macane movies. I think it must be Where Eagles There. And um, this this man is looking for a way of escape. Enemies are around, enemies are present. And the only thing that he comes up with is that. Let us create confusion. If there's confusion, we can escape. So that was the strategy: confusion, confusion. Like, like, like you see when, when you see when the world enters into a state of confusion, you see Satan takes over. He takes over. By the time, by the time they settle down, they are even more mad. They're even more mad. It's only really wonderful when sometimes you see you see Christians lambasting each other over something that is not Christian about Christianity. When it gets to, and then when it, sometimes rather when it gets to church and their church, then they become mute. Yes, so you see you see where people's passions lie. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's funny how often people come and they are rather telling. Uh, when it concerns their church, they are rather will be saying that no, you see, we have to calm down. But your church, where you are being fed, you are being blessed, you are being prayed for, you are being counseled, you are being guided, you are saying that we should calm down. All the, see, it's just confusion, and you have to. That's, that's what I'm saying. When the enemy tries to bring confusion, you don't be confused. Maintain your sanity. See, see through it. Develop eyes to see through it. So, when you see confusion brewing, don't get trapped. Don't get trapped. Else, by the time the wind of confusion is done, is 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 done, you see that you are not, you are not even happy. You don't even know which church you belong to. You don't even want to go to church anymore. You don't want to go to church anymore. Yes. You don't want to go to church anymore. You don't want to do anything. And, and you look and the enemy is happy. He's happy. He's happy that he's got you that you don't believe anymore. You don't trust anymore. You don't go to church. He's so excited. You are delivered from every confusion. Yeah. Next time there's confusion, remember, don't be confused. Next time you see confusion, you see this one against this one, this one against this one, this one. is saying this, that one is saying this. Just tell yourself, I will not be confused. I know that, I know that trick of the enemy. I know the trick of the enemy. I will not be confused. I won't be confused. I won't fall. I won't follow this thing. I won't give myself to this thing. I won't give myself. To. Hmm. Then he says that and garments rolled in blood. I mean, the time of formation is bloody. I'm telling you, it's bloody. Do you understand? Bloody. The pastor doesn't get an um, opportunity often to say bloody until he reads our blood. It's bloody. <laughs> Wars are bloody. It's a bloody war. <laughs> it's bloody. Blood everywhere. Meaning that there will be casualties. Be casualties. May you not be a casualty. Yes. May you not be a casualty. So again, again, when you see the casualties, don't be confused. Don't be confused. Don't let it confuse. Don't let it affect you. You'll be affected for a little while, but just say, you know, it's I don't know whether to say that is the price of war. But it is something like that. Yes. That's what that's what the scriptures advised us already be strong. Be strong. Put on the whole armor of God. Be like this, be like this. Have things in place because you just put one piece of your armor down before you realize you've been struck. Yeah. You see, people are sitting at home in their pajamas. Say that they are in church on Sunday morning. Their pajamas and their phone. And they are frying pancake. Yes. With, also, with all sorts of activities. All sorts of activities. Because we've also, we've also listed some things that we call sin. All sorts of activities. Having all sorts of meetings. Whilst you're having Zoom, go a center meeting. Trying to get people to um, be stable in their faith, to grow in the Lord. Somebody has also set up Zoom. Having another type of meeting with another A. Yes! Yes! Wow. I was also, also having another type of meeting. Whilst you're giving yourself members, turning the heart of the members to God to stay with God because it's a difficult time. It's a, somebody has also seen the market to shop. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Garments, the garments are bloody, bloody garments. <laughs> bloody, ga- bloody garments. Yeah. Bloody garments. Yes. But you have to try not to be confused. Yes. You have to try and learn how to stay on course. Stay on course. Stay on course. No matter what happens, stay on course. Isn't that why I like uh, The psalmist in Psalm 23. That's why I like it. He said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I don't know whether you get the the revelation that I'm going through a very difficult time. But in the difficulty, he is saying that I will fear no evil. In other words, the aim, the aim, the results the enemy is expecting, he won't get it from me. And why won't he get it? Because my shepherd's rod and staff are there to comfort me. Though there is a valley. And though there are shadows of death. He's saying that I'll be okay. 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 I'll, be okay. I'll fear no evil. i fear. It's like Satan will not get me. The enemy will not get me. The enemy will not get me. I'm going through a dark patch. But the enemy will not get me. Yeah. So So that's Isaiah chapter 9 And verse 5 Today very quickly for A few more minutes I want us to start from Mercy (laughs) First Timothy chapter 6 The atmosphere of war Is a bloody atmosphere the bloody atmosphere. Bloody, atmosphere. Yeah, bloody You see, one of the one of the causes of backsliding, which is what we are talking about on Sunday mornings. One of the causes. I don't want to be tempted to preach it today because I'll be preaching it in a couple of weeks' time. Is Christian surprises. Yeah. You see, you, you have to you have to prepare yourself against that thing. Against that thing. You have to prepare yourself against that thing. Because there will be surprises. I'm telling you, as I'm standing here, do you think I'm not surprised? You see, the right question to ask you is that, do you think I have not been surprised before? But I prefer to ask, to ask you the question, do you think I'm not surprised? It's like, I live in the constant state of surprise. Yes. I'm a surprised man. Yes. Yes. And my surprises started when I became a pastor. And people have not stopped surprising. People really, you'll be be surprised. You'll be surprised. Like, ooh. But this is when I see the surprise. I just say, no problem. They are are, are all surprises. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. People have packages. And people can lie, eh? Yes. May you not be a liar. Who yeah. can lie? I just don't have time for some things. I sometimes some of the things I see people put up on Facebook. Some people they hide behind their husband for some things to be posted. I wish I could ask them one question in front of the whole world. Yeah. I just have one question. I can put it up there. That like, can you answer this question for us? But you see, but God is my defense. Yeah. God is my defense. Yes, God is my defense. That's why I don't ask that question. But I have a question I can also ask. That you, hey, hey, don't start. To, we can roll in blood. The thing, the thing says that garments rolled in blood. Until we, we get up, we have, we have bloody garments on. Bloody garments. But, you know, they're all small girls and small boys. Keep your, keep your armor on. You'll be safe. Keep your armor on. You'll be safe. Keep it on. You will be safe. Take it off. You won't be safe. Keep your armor on. Always, always have the armor. From the helmet... To the feet, of the preparation. Have it on; you'll be safe. Don't take anything off. Don't take don't take anything off. It's not it's not like your nightie that you take off when you finish uh, uh, when you wake up in the morning. This one you keep it on. You sleep with it and you wake up with it. Yes, and you live with it and you go to work with it. You go to school with it. Anywhere you go, you go. You go with your armor on. You take it off; you're a casualty. Hmm. So let us many seven Okay, verse 12. It says that fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Okay? So fight the good fight of faith. That's what the Bible is telling us. The Bible is telling us to fight the good fight. Of faith, so we are expected again to be fighting. Yeah. Part of Christianity is fighting. Look, um, let me not say. Let me not. Let me not. Let me not uh, try and make things sound nice or whatever. Every. I don't know any aspect of Christianity that's not a fight. I don't know any aspect of Christianity that is not a fight. Praise and worship—it's warfare. Have you have you not seen have you not seen that like, have you not seen that like you used to dance at the club when you come to church then you turn into a statue. You don't even know the song. You used to know all the songs, all the songs, all the songs before they even, before they even start singing the song, just the intro. When you hear that, then you shout. Then you start. Then you start. You will sing through. You sing through. And be dancing. You'll be dancing and singing. And then DJ will change the song with, they start to hear again, Then you start singing. Yes. And dancing. Dancing. Yes, but then how many Christian songs have you learned? And have you asked yourself why you haven't learned them and why you don't know them? Yes. Have you asked yourself that question? You don't know Christian songs, it's like it's, like, it's as if it's a chore. Hey. The words, it's like the words, I remember which words are more than those words you used to use to learn. You learned all. You learned all. <laughs> yes. Uh, hmm. And the dance moves that go with the song. Yes, you learnt all. Yes, <laughs> you all. Now you're in church. It's like because when you learn the Christian songs, it will do something to you. It will free you. It will free you from the hold of the enemy. Some of the songs you don't even know the words. If you knew the words, you'll be there. There are songs that you will sing at certain times of your life. Instead of putting a black dot as a DP and saying that you're in a dark place, I command everybody to come out of a dark place. Come on, come out. One, come out. Two, come out. Three, now, four, out. You're out. You're out, come out! <laughs> yes, you have to come out. You can not put a black dot as a DP say ah, I'm inside that dot. Good. Good. Sit down, so I can see those who are sitting. Yes. Mm. So the Christian life, the Christian life, is a fight. Is I, I didn't, I'm saying because I didn't like to say that part of the Christian life is a fight. The Christian life is a fight. Which part? Can you tell me which part is not a fight? That's why. Which part is not a it's not a fight? That's why I chose praise the worship. I was saying, oh, praise the worship, we are happy. But praise the worship, you don't know the songs. You haven't learned the songs. You don't even sing along. You used to sing. That's what I said. You used to sing other things and dance. It's as if you are in church. You can't even dance. You are just standing there doing wait, one, two, one, two, one. It's a, it's, a, it's a sign that you are you are mature, you are uh, mature. It's like this mature like when you mature, you stop, you stop dancing. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. it's like you're very, very, very mature that you are in the spirit, in the spirit, in the spirit, but you have moves. You don't want to use your moves for God. Mm. Everything is a fight. What is not a fight? Offerings? Offerings? Compare you giving offerings to you buying clothes and shoes. Your offerings. Compare your offerings. Yeah. Compare your offerings. Do you give offerings? It's like it's a battle to give an offering. It's like it's a battle. It's like as soon as, as soon as as soon as it gets to offering time, then your mind starts racing. It's like don't give. If you have to see the issue that you have to ask yourself when there is confusion, and when you start hearing confusion, it's when you are hearing two voices. One is saying give, another one is saying don't give, and then it's like now you are not sure what to do. That is the time you must not be confused. That is the time you must not be confused. That's the time you must believe. Because there are other things when you're about to do it. You don't hear two voices. One voice. You're free. It's like do. flow. Just to offer. When it gets to tithe. Tithe. You have to pay your tithe. Fight the good fight of faith. Do you have anything that you can tell me that is is not war? Not a fight in your Christian life coming to church is one of the leading battles, isn't it? To come to church, yes, come to church, yes, yeah. or waking up, waking up to pray, slow prayer meeting. Do you, know, do you know what that thing should tell you? Do you know what that thing should tell you? Difficulty to wake up at 5 a.m. Not 3 a.m. Not even 4 a.m. Not even 4.30. Not even 4.45. 5 a.m. It's a struggle to wake up at 5 a.m. to pray. Twice in a week. Do you know what that should tell you? It tells you that you are prayerless. You don't. say Don't deceive yourself that you pray, and it's just these two days that you don't pray. It means you are prayerless. Yes, it's not a lifestyle. It's not something that you do. It's so foreign to you. That's why you are struggling at five a.m. I mean, 5, five. I mean, five a.m. is it's morning. It's morning. There are people who even play golf at five a.m. <laughs> yes. 5 a.m. they are teeing off. Yes. yes. They are there with the green keepers. Yes. there with them. I mean, 5 o'clock in the morning. All I'm saying to you is that if it's difficult to, to pray at 5 o'clock, it means that you don't pray. It doesn't mean that you pray on other days and then just, just Tuesday and Friday then some demon comes and holds you on the bed and says, "I don't wake up. No. It means you've not been praying. You've not been praying. Yes, you've not been praying. That's what it means. So start praying. Start praying. Start praying and then one of the things one of the things that will make you pray easily wake up and pray easily is, is go to bed early. Yes, sleep a lot earlier than you've been doing. Just sleep earlier. Yeah. For a young person, I'm sure if you go to bed around 11 o'clock, you should be okay. 11 to 5 is like what, six hours, isn't it? Yeah. But when you go to bed around 2 o'clock, it'll be difficult to wake up at 3. Yes. So watch the Netflix from 9 p.m. to 11 and then sleep. Yes. Don't start the Netflix at 1 a.m. And then you flow in it till 3. And then you can't flow in flow prayer from 5. Yes. yes. So do Netflix by 9 p.m. You've started your Netflix. By 11 p.m. it's finished. Yes. 5 o'clock you see that you are, every when you wake up, you, you remember the last bit of the movie that it makes you... It makes you even wake up more And when you wake up, brush your teeth Brushing of teeth Takes away sleep After you brush your teeth If the sleep is still there, have your shower If the the, After your shower, the problem is still there Make yourself a cup of tea or coffee Hot one You've brushed your teeth You've had your shower, cup of tea If after that the sleep is still there, come for deliverance (laughs) After that, if you are still struggling, then call me. Call me on (laughs) 044. Yes. Come, just just call me. I need I need to pray for you. I need to pray for you. Yes. Just call me and come for prayer. That after these three steps and turn the lights on. Those that the Holy Spirit will visit you in the dark. No, sleep will visit you in the dark. So turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. Yes. Turn the lights on and leave the lights on. Don't pray in the dark. You will sleep. You will sleep. I can see that a lot of you can relate with this part of the message. there's a fight in everything I don't know where I'm trying to think where well, there's no fight there's a fight everywhere everything is a fight to do well to do well to excel to really do well in any aspect of your christian work you have you have to see it as a fight you have to see it as a fight if you don't see it as a fight you don't you don't do well you become you become a softy a softy, a softy, a cry baby, and a coward. I mean, church growth, to grow a church, ask the pastors. Ask the pastors to have 10 members, and then to have 20, and then to have 50 members. You've gone to church and 50 people have come. Ask the pastors. It's, I mean, it's a fight. And that one is a fight on different fronts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Even to start a church. Some people are even afraid to start a church. They're afraid. They're afraid. Yeah. So Philippa was telling me that uh, somebody is asked to go and start a church. The person doesn't want to start a church. Oh, it's so-so stories. I just said to her that, leave him, okay? Leave him. He's afraid. He can't. I said, I said you, you are putting him in difficulty. That was my response. I said, just leave him. Just, don't, don't let him do it. Just leave him. He, you are going to put him in difficulty. Because he's not ready to fight some fights. Mm-hmm. Hey, to have a church. To start a church. Therefore, find the hole, mm. enter the hole, and seat yourself. That people will come. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. no, 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 no. You just, see, you just see me talking to him. I mean, negotiating for this um, dear brother. I said, it's, it's, "You're going to worry him. He could give a sleepless night. I mean, he'll be depressed." You'll be, you'll be depressed Because it's not, it's not you see, When you are not ready to take up that fight eh? you, you, It's not It's not for It's not a stroll It's not a stroll in the park It's a real fight It's a real fight I mean real fight When you see somebody with a mega church like that They won't tell you, they'll come and stand and talk about the grace of God and everything Of course it's the grace of God. Of course it's the grace of God. But ask them, ask them, how has the grace been manifested in your life? How did you get into that grace? You should ask them. When they wear their suits or they wear jeans, you know, the people will be copying what they are wearing. They are wearing jeans and polo shirt and a blazer on it. And then it's like, oh, it's like, it's it's the jeans that brings the people to the church. Oh, the colored lights. The colored lights, whether it's um, the room is bright or not, they have the colored lights on. So the colored lights will bring the souls. Colored lights over. It doesn't bring any souls, have you? You, have you gone witnessing before? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing grace. So, For the few moments that I have left, let me talk to you about good fights. Fights you must be involved in. Some fights you shouldn't be involved in. It's useless, useless fights, waste of time. It's called misplaced priorities. It's called misplaced priorities. So good fights, I'm talking to you about good fights. okay? In a few minutes. How I many have you been blessed already? Mm. Okay. okay. So I'll give you good fights. Good fights. Number one. Finally, my brethren, Ephesians 6.10. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So fight to be a strong Christian. Most believers, sad to say, most believers, though they believe, they are not strong Christians. They are not strong in the faith. To stand up, to stand up for the faith. You know, it's very, again, 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 it's it's a lot easier to be strong, to be strong in the, and with. Or in political sentiments. Have then to stand up for Jesus. Stand up for Jesus. Make noise for Jesus. In this day and age of social media. To, to put up a poster. A big poster on your face. Say, Jesus, savior of the world. To put up a poster. You are lost without him. Is it, where is it? Where is it? I see pictures of your proposals at Trafalgar Square. Yes, people proposing who have a wedding date. That's another subject. Let's not get into it, let's not go into it. And then you see ladies being surprised. Are, this is Thursday, Thursday afternoon. Wedding is on Saturday. And they are acting surprised. That the are. Just, it's all just for the cameras. Just for the cameras. Just for the cameras. Your wedding is on Saturday. And Thursday after, you are sitting, sitting that for the first time. You are hearing that he wants to marry you. And you are standing there. With, with camera crew and everybody Everybody is there You are saying you don't know what is happening Oh please I mean I mean what are you doing I mean when will you for once do something real So we can enjoy it Sometimes the acting is too much It's too much I mean you have a wedding date. Do you understand my point? You have a wedding date. Marriage counseling is finished for six months, it's finished. And you are saying you are shocked. And there are people with cameras. I mean, no problem. We understand. I mean, you need it for the archives it also. We we understand. I mean, we understand that. But allow us to also run our commentary. So that, I mean, you can be a bit real, you know, next time. I'm saying that people are believers. but You don't find many believers who are strong in the Lord, strong in the faith, strong, strong that we will, we will defend, we will defend the faith. That no matter what, it's that like no matter what, I'm a Jesus person. Fight to be a strong Christian. So you, are, you have to fight through the opinion of men. And things and waves that are moving on, you have to fight through and stay as a Christian. Stay as a believer. Let nothing uproot you from the faith. Let nothing approach you. Like what we're saying on Sunday, the, one of the causes of people being uprooted and disconnected from the faith is shallowness. Yeah. People are shallow. People are shallow in prayer, shallow in study of the word, shallow in fellowship. When it gets to fellowship, we are shallow. Shallow. If you're my friend or you're close to me, it's not, I wouldn't hesitate to tell you that, Look, your response to things are very shallow. It's not deep. Say what you think. Be deep, be real. What does it mean to be deep? It means be real. Tell me what you are thinking. Say it. Because I will say what I think. You will know. It won't take long to know what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling. Even though you need just one Tuesday service. Yes. And you know, you know what I think. But even before that, you would have heard of it. Before the service starts. Yeah. But people are afraid. they don't say what they think because because their relationships are shallow. People have shallow relationships. There's there's no depth to the relationship, there's no depth to it, there's no real meaning to the relationships. So even in their work with God, it's very shallow. They can't, they can't easily, they can't easily stand and say, look, me, I'm a church person. On the church, I am a church person. One brother was saying the other day that he said, he said, during this pandemic, a lot of people have got uh, different uh, spiritual sicknesses during this pandemic. You're healed in Jesus' name. Yeah. He said that he's leaving the church. So he we said, well, why? He said, because we say we're a denomination now. Then he said, he remembers, he said, he remembers when he came to church uh, many years ago and the bishop was here. And bishop said that we are, we are what, interdenominational, or we are non-denominational or something like that. Won't be a denomination. Then suddenly now we say we're a denomination. I said, I said, look, tell him that we are, we are a denomination. Now we are, we are a denomination. Give me a verse that says that don't be a denomination. Give me a verse. Give me a verse that says a denomination is bad. I want a verse. Just because we say we're a denomination. Another girl. Another little girl. said so She's leaving the church. Do you know why she says she's leaving the church? Is it because on Tuesdays we wake her up to pray at dawn? It's not true, isn't it? There's another reason, isn't it? I mean, how can a Christian say that I'm leaving because you wake me up to pray? I mean, what are you saying? No, 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 she told me. This one, she told me herself. She told me herself. It's not like she said it to somebody. and somebody. No, she told me herself. Then she wants to wake up and pray when she wants. this. But it's like this uh, Tuesdays by uh four thirty or whatever. We started waking people up. They should pray. And she wants to pray when she wants to pray. I said, sister, you don't pray. You don't pray. You don't, you don't pray. You don't pray. Yes, you don't pray. Yes. You don't pray. Yes. You don't You don't pray. They would say we are a denomination. We are. I said we are. I said, Tell them we are a denomination. We are. I mean, we are a denomination. Now, we are not even just a denomination. We are united denominations. <laughs> I mean, how, how does that disturb you? How does that disturb, how does that disturb your Christian life? How does it disturb your work-study life? How does it disturb your holiness? How does it disturb your purity? How does it disturb you and the Holy Spirit? I mean, how, how does it disturb you? It's like saying that the pastor is wearing blue shirts, so you, you, are, you are leaving the church. How does that affect what you are praying? Since you came to the church, I've been wearing black trousers. If you have noticed, since you joined this church, I only wear black trousers. How does that affect you? Many years ago, it was my birthday. Somebody sent me a pink shirt. <laughs> Let me finish my story. He sent me a pink shirt. And then he added a message. He said, because I'm always in white shirts, so he thinks I should have some colors. So I also, I also sent a message to him. I said to him that at this my age, you're coming to change my taste. I've worn, I've worn yellow, I've worn green, I've worn blue, I've worn purple, I've worn pink, I've worn uh, what color is there? Indigo, I've worn all the colors and I have settled for white. You have just come. You're coming to change the color of shirt that I wear. He's actually wearing pink. He's put a pink a pink shirt in the box. In the box. I should look colorful. I should come to church looking pinky. (laughs) Instead of being strong in the Lord, you are being strong in the color of the pastor's church. Can you see how useless opinions are formed? Useless opinions, waste of time. When the scripture says that, be strong in the Lord. Be strong. Fight to be strong in the Lord. Fight to be strong in the Lord. Is it amazing all these things because they are distractions? They distract you. They distract you from the main thing. They distract you from the main thing. Before that, you are following something else instead of being strong in the Lord. But if you are strong in the Lord, you can be a pastor, a shepherd of one of the one thousand micro churches. Yes. It takes strength in the Lord. It doesn't take university education, it takes strength in the Lord. Strength. It doesn't take the color of shirt you wear, or the type of car you drive, or how much money you have, or how much money you don't have. It takes strength in the Lord to be strong in the Lord. You can lead, you can lead a few people. To meet with them, meet few people at church, a micro church. You can't do it. It means that you are not strong in the Lord. Because it takes strength in the Lord to do it. Strength in the Lord. Not the type of shoes. Not the type of shoes. It takes strength in the Lord. That is the honest truth we have to tell ourselves. When you can't do some things in the church, spiritual things you can't attain to certain spiritual level, it is directly linked to your strength in the Lord wow. because it's a spiritual thing, it's a spiritual job, it's a spiritual, it's a spiritual occupation. Before I was sent here, before I was sent here to pastor the church, I was never asked. I was never asked for my uh, educational background. That do this, do this. Therefore, you can go. To, you can go to London and, and be the pastor there. That was, that was not the basis on which I was sent here. Wow! Be strong in the Lord. How know if you are going to be strong in the Lord? You have to be strong in the Lord. You have to find how to be strong in the Lord, and be strong in the Lord. Today, I'm giving you the fights. <laughs> Next, the fights. I have two more to give to you. And then, I'll be running away. Yes, fight to be strong in the Lord. Fight, fight to wake up and pray. Fight to read your Bible all the time. Fight to soak in messages all the time. Fight to have the right company, the right company, right fellowship. Fight for it. So, you can be strong in the Lord. Fight to know what are useless debates on social media. There are a lot of useless debates, useless, look, useless debates, useless nonsense. Don't join such things. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed to see you writing. And when prophet is preaching, you don't write anything. So like you, like you don't understand what is being said. You don't understand what is being said. Yeah. You don't understand what is being said. Yeah. And when people are, are splattering mad over your church, you, you, have, you have the presence of mind to ask, "Hey, so is it true? What is going on?" When it gets to other things, you don't ask, is it true? That one you understand what is going on. This one, your church, you don't understand what is going on. That one, you don't you understand what's going on. It's a shallowness, It's is the shallowness? It's a shallowness. The shallow relationships, the shallow talk. He shallow people—they can be very loud. You just throw things in the air, life. It's just to cause a stare. Things, things that are not, things that are not based on scripture. Wow! Number two, the second fight. You must be strong in the Lord. You have to be strong in the Lord, because the waves are a lot, the waves and the winds are a lot. But you have to be strong. So you can be steady. You have to be strong so you can be steady. Be steady. In the waves and the winds. The waves and the winds. Be strong. When you are knocked down, you get up. This guy says, the righteous man falls seven times, but he shall rise again. But the person who is strong in the Lord, he falls seven times, but he rises again. Yes. A fall does not define and determine who you are. If you stay down, then yes, we have a problem. Say, hey, hey. I can make it because you can make it through Christ. The second fight, isn't it? You want the second fight? The second fight is a fight to be spiritual and not carnal. Romans 8, verse 6 says, For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Now don't don't feel bad, but it is it is more natural to be carnal. So that is why it's been listed. As one of the fights, because you have to fight. You see, you have to fight against yourself, against your carnal instinct, and your natural desires, and your natural cravings. You have to go against it. You can't wake up, you can't wake up early in the morning and pray. It's not natural. It's natural to be asleep. Sleeping is a natural thing. Sleeping is a natural thing. Let me keep talking. Let me keep talking for some of you till 9 p.m. You start yawning. Some may survive and cross over till 10. Some will survive and cross over till midnight. The hardcore ones, by 1 a.m. Their eyes will be, their eyes will They, they will start blinking like 10 blinks per second. <laughs> It's natural. It's natural. It's natural to feel sleepy. It's natural to fall asleep. So you have to go against it. That's why you have to use alarm. Alarms. There are times, there are times that I'm so tired. I the number of alarms that I set up. That it should go off. It should go off every five minutes. Sometimes every five. Yes, every five, you see, 4.05, 4.10, 405, then at a point, it's like, now I'm awake, so you see me shouting at the phone, why? Why are you disturbing me? But if you don't do that, you will fall asleep. I mean, you will fall asleep. You will sleep. Or you think some people, they have something in them that when they wake up, it's like, Kabakalaba. no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no. Have alarms. Sometimes on different devices. But oh, this one is screaming. This one is screaming. This one is screaming. I mean, you, you can't sleep. You can't sleep. you you be wondering, why are you screaming? Why are you screaming like that? It's, it's prayer. Unless if you are falling asleep whilst you are praying, you are praying before you realize you are waking up. Yes. Even this morning, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> That is why you need alarms And you need a lot of alarms A lot of alarms You don't need just need one alarm at 4.55am Or 5.01 Or you even realize that 5 o'clock when it starts there, there, There's a loop for 4 minutes So you, you set your alarm for 5.05 Yes. no, no, no. You you start your alarm. If really, really you want to be up by the 5:05. Start your alarm from 4:30, 4.30, then 435, then 4:40, 4.40, then 445, then 450, then 455, then 5 o'clock, then 5:05, then after 5:05, you don't you don't stop it, then 5:15, then 5:30. You have to keep it on till so you discover that look. Now eh? now, This alarm is a nuisance <laughs> Then you know that you are awake You know that you are awake You have to fight to be able to pray Fight to overcome the carnal instincts The sleep Then the food Eating No fasting If the chair doesn't declare fast No fasting But you must be able to fast for yourself Event sex. Hmm. <laughs> See how the place became quiet when I mentioned that was like. So we don't know what that one is. <laughs> yeah. yes. 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 yes, it's gonna be a fight to come out of that relationship. You have to come out of that relationship. You have to come out of it. You have to block numbers. You have to stop talking to people. You have to stop talking to them. You have to be honest to yourself. This thing is separating me from God. You shouldn't shouldn't turn people into accusers. That they are now chasing you all the time. What have you done? What did you do? And did you do this? And did you do this? Don't look, nobody enjoy nobody enjoys cross examining. Yeah. Because instead of cross examining, I'd rather have nothing to do with you. Yeah. If I, it, I tell you, that look, it's between you and God. Try and fix it. Yeah. Why do you want to make me into a judge? Did you do this? Did you not do it? What was the last time you did it? No, you did the other time. No, no, no. She said you did it. No, I didn't do it. No, she said you did it. No, she said, okay, let's call. Let's have a meeting. Now you know, we find a meeting. What's the meeting about? Did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do do, do do I mean, come on. Come out of that relationship. Any fornication relationship is not a good relationship. Any boy who sleeps with you is a, is a naughty boy. Naughty. Naughty guy. Yes. I mean, he's a bad boy. Naughty he's a naughty boy. Yes. And any girl who allows you to sleep with her has problems. Um, but Bishop, I really want to... Um I thought that is how I can keep him. So when you marry, how are you going to keep him? If you use this to keep him, after the wedding day, how are you going to keep him? No answers. (laughs) Because you use this thing to guide him Marry you now, he's married to after that. What are you going to do? Because then the novelty is gone. So, what are you going to do? It's a question. It's a question. The question I can say you don't have answers to. So, what are you going to use this thing to guide him now? You say, Oh, that's what I'm just, I just thought that it would make him concentrate on me. Okay, he has concentrated on you. So, I'm asking you the day after the concentration. (laughs) What are you What other weapon do you have That you are going to use (laughs) Don't follow your carnal instincts Overcome it Come out of bad relationships Yes Come out of it Brothers come out of bad relationships Sisters Those stay in bad relationships. Fight, fight, fight to be spiritual. Spirituality is when you follow spiritual things, not carnal things. That's why I've given you a quick short list of carnal things. Sleeping, eating, sex. Bad company. Some of the friends, you have to change some of the friends. You are toying around with people and, you know, playing around with people who are making you backslide, giving you problems. It's because you are not serious about being spiritual. You are not, you are not serious about being counted and being added as one of the honorable men and women in the church who are pastoring a church and leading a church. So that's why you're still playing with people, people who are been all sorts of discussions, all sorts of talk, all sorts of things. I don't answer numbers that I don't know. No, 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 I don't answer at all. So I see my phone ringing without a name. The only numbers, I, the only calls I answer is the one that comes with a name. No name, no response. All my bills are online. So, I don't expect my creditors to be calling me. <laughs> Online or direct debit or whatever it's called. I don't expect anybody to call me. Don't call me, don't sell me anything, don't discuss anything with me, nothing. Um, if my phone rings or I get a message, WhatsApp, text, it must be a saved name. The name is not saved. Ooh-oh. Ooh-oh. Uh-uh. At all, at all. Fellowship, communication—it has an effect on you. Has an effect on you. Does the scripture not say, "Be not deceived; evil communication corrupts all good matters." Yes. Mm. People, you see them complaining about the church, complaining about this, talking about this, talking about that, talking about this—everything you want to talk about. I don't think it's a good I believe in um what's that scripture four eight Philippians I believe in Philippians for eight I literally believe it I believe it so much anything that will give me something else I, I I can't I can't I can't I can't I won't accept it I won't move with it I won't walk with it yeah, the people are waiting for what is in Philippians four eighty two And finally finally for today Fight to enter the ministry Fight to enter the ministry. Not many people enter into the ministry. And not many people are even able to stay in the ministry. I'm sure next week if we, if we stay, because I have more, I have more fights. One of, one, of the, one of the fights I like to talk about is how to stay in your calling. Yeah, Because it's a fight. It's a fight to stay in your calling. But there are people, you know, already have started. Start. Some people say, I'm, I'm called to be a pastor today. By tomorrow they say I'm not called to be a pastor anymore. How? 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 That is, why, that is when it should register to you who is still believe that you are called to be a person that this thing is a battle. As you've taken it as nothing. Oh, we went to church, we're encouraged. They said we should be on um, IPTP. They said we should be on DMN. They said we should be on POP. They said we should be on Pop. They said we should be on this. And then before like that, oh, they've appointed that." You see, it looks, it looks as though it's a simple thing. It's a simple thing. But it's a battle. It's a fight. It's a fight. You know what I'm saying? Fight to enter. Even to enter, is It's a fight. Some brothers came to see me on Sunday. They said they're going to Bible school. I said, How old are you? He said, 23, 24, 22. I said, Wow. Okay. You see, you may think that everybody packs their. The Monday they send me pictures on British Airways. Bishop, we've boarded. Bishop, we've taken off. Then they, in the evening they send me pictures standing at Kutuka Airport. They say, Bishop, we've landed. Bishop is this. Bishop, You see, someone, what someone sees it, it looks like i about excited it's a battle they have overcome several because they all have parents they all have parents and they have good parents good parents give good advice and good advice usually sounds like do this get a good job do this earn some money get some experience before you think about church that's good advice that's what is called good advice. Always, the ministry is always later. It's like it's like try everything when and you finish everything. You know you've done everything. Then choose God. That's a good, that's good advice that comes from good homes. Two days, you know, you finish school. Two days, get a job. You to work here, work here, And some this thing here, and so then after that. After that, it's almost like you should give yourself some time before you are sure of what whether it's God you want to serve or not. And many there, there, there are people who have never been able to do it. They can't do it. They can't. They can't enter the ministry, let alone even full time. They can't. They can't enter to overcome all of the different things all the nice advice, nice situations, nice conditions to overcome it and say that I am giving myself to God. I'm going to follow this God and choose this God. That people can't do it. They can't do it. And in their delusion they'll compare themselves to somebody who is doing it. Yes, they'll say we are are also, I mean, they'll even say things like, but we all can't go. go. We can all go. We can all go. Oh, we can all go. (laughs) We all can't go. Who said that? What verse is that? You've made me laugh. (laughs) it's like like you're really making a difference (laughs) so i don't have to go i'm really making a difference oh come on don't do it fight to enter the ministry luke chapter 9 verse 59 and he said to another follow me but he said lord suffer me first to go and bury my father is it evil to go and bury your father? Is there anything wrong with going to bury your father? There's nothing wrong with it. Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. Hey. Somebody wants, he said, I want to. What's verse 59? 59, 59, 59, 59. And he said, Follow me. That is, that is, let's go and do this 1,000 micro churches let's do a center. Let's do a center. Follow me. He said, wait, wait. First, first, you know, I have some things to sort out. First, let me go and bury my father. And then Jesus responds. It's, it's like, I can't lie to you. Let the dead bury that they are dead. Let those who are dead to the core, dead to the ministry, dead to the kingdom of God, let them follow these things. Let them follow these things. Because people who are dead to the things of God are very alive to some other things, very, very, very alive to some things. They are extremely alive to some things. They will find a way to do it, organize it, give themselves to it, travel for it. I mean, they are—they are into. People are into things. When it gets the kingdom of God, it is like you know. That's what Jesus said. That let the dead, let them bury. They are dead. There are people who are into such things. You see, there there are things that are for dead people, spiritually dead. They have no vision. They have no spiritual vision. They have no eyes for spiritual things. But you have eyes. And you are alive. And you are coming alive. May you be alive to the kingdom of God. When Jesus says, follow me, may you follow When you hear the call of God, may you respond. May you respond and may you respond now. Now. Guys, let me tell you something. There's a a difference between those who have responded and those who haven't responded. There is a difference. And the difference is big. And major. There's a difference with those who have responded and those who did not respond. Stand to your feet and let's pray. Thank you. Now, you want to pray for yourself for two minutes. Just pray for yourself. Lay your hands on your heart and just pray for yourself that you will fight good fights. The message today is about good fights. Good fights. That you will fight good fights. You will fight good fights. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. That you be able to see the good fights and give yourself to the good fights and fight the good fights, fight the good fights, fight the good fights, fight the good fights, fight the good good fights. That you will fight the good fight. That you will not find yourself following useless fights and useless things. Fight to be spiritual. Fight to be so, maybe you should pray for yourself that Lord, I want to be spiritual, I want to follow spiritual things, spiritual things, spiritual visions, the call of God, the ministry to do well, to excel in the things of God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we want to thank you. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your abundant grace. Thank you for the sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you for convictions that are best today. People Be to follow your work. And to do your work. Yes, Lord. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your anointing. Lift up your two hands high. and receive. Somebody's been drawn to God in a special way tonight. I've been drawn to him. You have been drawn to him. You have been drawn out of wrong company to the Lord. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your call. And thank you for your touch tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Mm. I pray you will live to work for God. Yeah, you spend a quality, good percentage of your life and your time in His service. In His service, but it's a fight. It's a fight to live. You have to live so many other things to come for God. You live so so many other things. Even to trust Him. Because you discover it's not by might. It's not by might. It's the grace. But to enter into that grace, you have to fight so many things to enter into that grace. And it's a fight. When people are not willing to fight, they don't enter into it. If you can marry, you can serve God. Marriage is pretty complex, you know. To choose, to choose, and then to stay. No one of the vows that always strike me these days when I'm going through the vows is when you're telling the people that, and that is, I promise that you will keep him. You will keep him and you will keep her. After you've married, it's like a whole project to keep your heart to keep him. And then also your the wife, to keep her. You love Anna and keep him and forsaking all others. Hey, when I get to keep him, I say, man, may, may the Lord anoint this girl with the art of keeping a husband. Yeah. Yeah. God, people lose their husbands. They are under the same but They've lost them. Please welcome Sister Philippa. God bless you. <laughs> we hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube. And First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.